This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. All right. We're live. That took forever. We learned something. We learned something today. <laughs> I really, I had to YouTube how to get back to two different mics on one machine. Because we had we haven't done this in such a long time. Welcome back to the Ajima Show. It's your host, Peter Kim. And this is Unji Kim. And we're in the same fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I'm not going to fuck around and lie. We did do this last week. We did do this last week. It was a great episode. It was fire. It was one for the books. Really? And cackle City. I, I cackle City. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucked it up. I completely fucked it up and only recorded Unji's track. <laughs> we hadn't done one together since, I don't even know when, pre-pandemic. We haven't done, we haven't done one uh, together since um, GarageBand re-upped. Re-upped their <laughs> software and we had to figure out how to fucking do a dual record. <laughs> Thank you, GarageBand. <laughs> you guys, we use GarageBand. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it works for us. Yeah. We don't need no fancy like no. bum, 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 bum. And there he stood, the shell of a father that I once knew. I mean, we tried to use a fancier software. <laughs> we did. We tried Audacity. Yes. The Audacity to try Audacity. Instead, I just got um, I got a MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, um, it's, it, first of all, we have to tell the audience why you're here right. in, in so so much detail. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go back and do the little thing, but then we'll move on to... We have to go to Kick-Ass Koreans real quick because we have some cool ones. Yes. But tell us why you're in town. I'm in town for a job. Ooh! <laughs> I have... We love uh, to hear it! I, I, I have... Bitches, I have booked. <gasps> I have booked. She's booked. I have booked, and it will be coming soon to a platform near you oh my god it's exciting i can't wait um it's going to be um we we hope that it's okay i hope it's okay <sighs> i mean it's been a very big learning experience for me this experience it's gonna be more than okay it's gonna be i think launching <laughs> i think this is going to launch you i really do I, I don't know about that. But. I really do. To the, like, you know, um, third evolution Pokemon that is Unji Kim, <laughs> you're going to come into your own, your own brand of yes, Pokemon, kind of like, yeah, yeah like <laughs> comedy meets lifestyle meets, you know, food meets. It's going to be so such a, I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. We'll, we'll see, but I am excited. I'm here. <laughs> I just love how much you're squirming. Of trying not to be be like happy about this thing that you should be so thrilled about. I, I, I'm I'm thrilled. It's a crazy arc and story that mm. like uh, got me here. But also, I will say, we I really do hate LA. Like, <laughs> <laughs> tell us about it. Tell us about I it. I just I just don't like it. I like I don't like the energy here. I mean, I love the weather. It's but it's fucking hot today. 90 degrees. It was too hot. Mid-November. Sweating. Everyone was Concerning. Sweating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like a global warming situation. Hit. Hit. I was in a pool all day, so it felt great. I will say, guys, here's... here's <laughs> I just have to say, when I first came into Peter's home, I could not stop saying how nice it was. And he, I said it so much, he did eventually take offense. I did. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was I, like, are you being genuine? <laughs> it was, the fuck so is nice. wrong? What's going on? It's so nice here. It's not nice. It's cozy. It's it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> it's like it's you're doing the goddamn thing. We're doing the thing. We and have it, plants hanging. We have a mustard couch. Like it's all. And he also, by the way, he has an entire corner devoted to his. <laughs> it's not devoted. It's, it's piling great. up. It's yeah, a hoarder it's, situation. It's a hoarder situation where all of his merch from Fairfax <laughs> Latrine stuff is. Oh, we were gonna do this in the. We did this in the last ep- the lost episode. Oh, the lost episode. We have to do this. Yes. We were gonna give away a piece of this latrine gear. Gear. I have so much latrine gear that they gave to like the cast members that did not show up at the pop up. You yeah. can't get it on. Um, they're doing a. Do you know who Jeff Staple is by any chance? No. He's like a streetwear god or whatever you know like he's like a streetwear guy yeah yeah. and they did a streetwear like actual streetwear like collabo with him cool so there's like limited stuff that you can buy things are like selling out it's kind of crazy it's like i don't know if they they only made two and they're like sold out (laughs) or whatever but it's it it sounds cool but i do have uh, some limited edition latrine stuff if you're if you're a, a fan of the show and you have watched um, yes. Fairfax and you like it and you're into latrine gear. Join the Patreon. Join the Patreon because yes. one lucky member of the new a new Patreon member will be eligible yeah. to win. So a new every Patreon that joins from now till fifty yes will be entered into a um, a random slash not so random <laughs> drawing. I'm gonna Google all of you and <laughs> decide on your worth. Decide no, we'll, on your worth we'll, by we'll your a, food we'll pictures. Have a, we'll have a, like a pull like a, out of a hat or something. Yeah, like we'll that. randomly do it. Yeah, and um, yeah, there's some stuff that I think are very cool and limited, and only if you're a super fan, like join um, our Patreon, and I'll yeah. give that out because I, you know, I think it's cool stuff and. I think it's cool for us to engage with our Patreon members more. I feel like we don't do as much (laughs) as we should. We've gotten, I mean, she's booking. (laughs) So I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I could be updating the Patreon. No. I mean, we have the, the thing that we were going to give away was the pizza box. The pizza, yeah. So then there's a there's latrine, a pizza warmer. There's a pizza warmer. That's a train. So, I mean, if you are going to Ravinia and you're taking a pizza, it's it's perfect. (laughs) If you're going to the park and you're taking a pizza, it's yeah. perfect. It's also good for like any flatbread, not just pizza. I just yes. want to say it doesn't have to be za. No. It could be a flatbread. It could be a ciabatta. It could be a focaccia. It would, it would be best if it was a pizza. If it, yes, of course. <laughs> what is better than pizza? What? It's, nothing is nothing. better than pizza. I've tried a lot of things. I, I have also tried a lot of pizza. Yeah. I'm, I know you have. <laughs> I know you have. <laughs> I'm so excited for everything that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like I, I was, but the where Peter is living is gorgeous. It's wonderful. But I just, in terms of how much how I feel about LA, it is just people. It's a work town. You work here. I, you work here, but also there's like there are actual neighborhoods and all yeah. this stuff. But like every, just like people, if you come out here to do industry, I think it fucks you up. Why? And what are you alluding to? It's just like, I think so many, You, it's just such an industry and work-centered town. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't help you. You have to, like, finish living your life before you come here and start tra- trying to do the thing. Yeah. Because after this, you're just working or trying to work or uh, associated tangentially with work. Yeah. 
You I, st- that's all I do here is work. But you're not doing but, any. You're not living your life anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, you you do because you have your own pocket of friends. So you do your own like little yes. thing, you know, like that are you, also typically in the industry. It's industry focused. Yes. Yeah. I don't have a lot of non-industry friends. That's, I mean, that's here. what I mean. I have one friend who's a lawyer who has twins and I'm desperate to see her. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what kind of litigation is happening. <laughs> who's breaking what law? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just I, I think that that is what's tough for me. It's just like how industry centric everything is. It's like, yeah. If you have gonna, like real people yeah. back in Chicago. That's the biggest thing Chicago people talk about coming to LA is that uprooting your community. Yes. Because when you come here, your community becomes, I think for the first few years, industry. Yes. And it's industry pals and friends and mm-hmm. showcasing and yes. red carpets and da, da, red da. carpets. Okay. Step and repeat. Step and okay. repeats. Yeah. Wow. Those are red carpets. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't realize this is what everyone is doing in the first couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I did. I don't okay, know what anyone yeah. else is doing. I don't know what f- what the fuck is anyone else's problem. <laughs> no, I mean, I, that's the stuff that I did was like all I did was CBS showcase. Yeah. You know, meet those friends. Mm-hmm. And then you do show and then you end up becoming like you just do the shows you want to. You create the things you want to create. You know, it's very DIY in that way where yeah. it's like. There's only a few gatekeepers, but as far as comedy goes, like people just like, you know, with Patio, me and uh, Benda just started it up in her backyard. Yeah. And we just put some chairs out and started, you know, hired a band and now it's become a little thing. And that's the fun thing about L.A. is that in Chicago, you could do that, too. You know, like you could. But the weather is I mean, it's here like, you can do it all year, all year round. round. And I that's will say the that's cool the, another part that is like upsetting to me is how beautiful everything it's is. It's so pretty. It's like it's actually it's a, fr- a new phrase I learned. It's called toxic positivity, <laughs> which I think is a perfect way of describing this. LA. Weather. Oh, this, oh, this weather. weather. Uh-huh. It's like, it's positive, but it is toxic. Like, it's why like, is it toxic? Cause it's too nice. It's too <laughs> okay. nice. Are you living a life? Like if you're not, there's like, if the, you're not struggling, if you're not struggling, or you're like I don't believe in that out. shit anymore. <laughs> I don't subscribe to the struggle mentality. Yeah, Cause you're, 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 you're laden with crystals <laughs> to protect you from the elements. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what I have right in front of my computer of just a dish full of crystals and tarot cards. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, I've truly given yeah. in, but you know, you got to do whatever you got to do. I mean, it's just, I went, I, I, to me, there's just so much like caricature about it, like <clears throat> living here. And yeah. it's like, I mean, I don't know that there are, I know there are real people here. There are ethnic communities and like, enclaves. yeah, where I live right now. Yeah. Very like, like yeah. Normal people mm-hmm. that are no, in no way associated oh, with the it industry. Feels so good. And, and have no designs upon the industry. Yeah. This is not what they want to do. They, yeah. they, they think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. And that's the energy I like. But I'm not like, in a position where I'm like meet and also everything's so far away. It doesn't feel like yeah. a city. Like I can't, there's no roar of the L you can't go anywhere. That's no. not 30 minutes away. No. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like centralized experience. I've literally been 30 minutes late to everything I've been to. Welcome to LA. It's, it's, That's it's, what it is. You're stuck on stuck in traffic. You're leaving too late. You're leaving too early. It's a whole mess. So that mean, that's what I mean. It's like, so you basically, everyone's just living in a separate suburb and then pretending mm-hmm. like it's one city. Yeah, it's more of a county. <laughs> it's very neighborhoody, you know, in yeah. that way. 
I feel like every city's like that, though. Like, isn't Chicago, like, Andersonville's very different than Wrigleyville, which is very different than, you know, like... Yeah, but it doesn't take 30 minutes and you have to take a freeway. Mm, sure, sure. <laughs> like, if you wanted to, you could walk there in you about an hour. You could get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> like, you do... Ha- there is, like, a sense of, like... um, I know what you're saying. There's a sense of, like, you have to get used to L.A.'s rhythm, the pace is ridiculous. the pace. You don't you won't understand it till you finally live here and you go. I know this is crazy to understand, but there are some times of the day you don't go out. Because you will get stuck. And that's just part of it. It's like Chicago. You're like stuck. you're stuck in traffic. Like you're not going to make it, you know, so like certain things are just never you just never plan to be anywhere around 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. because you're done. You don't come. You either come at nine, or we're hanging at three. You know what I mean? That yeah. that three to nine period is like stay at a different place. Like, this is not a. Pl- it's not a place. It's not a city. Yeah. This yeah. is Not a place. This is. But I, no one said it was a city. You know what I mean? It's a. It's a place to work. I know. I, I know. Mean, it's just, I, and some of it is. You're also, not gonna get it. I don't. I'm think. not gonna get it. I don't. The rhythm of it is like. But crazy. you have the beautiful thing of like you don't even. Why do you need to get it? You just come here to. Um, you just come here to work, and then you go back to your fam. You have the perfect situation. But what if I do something else? Like long term. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then you know, you're on location, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I imagine, you know, like some people have to go to New Zealand to film shit. Well, I, <laughs> oh, my God, I want to be a hobbit. <laughs> I mean, th- this I will say this, guys. I've been here since Saturday mm-hmm. where Peter did take me to a show business party. In oh the, God. It was very cool. <laughs> it was not cool. I thought it was pretty cool. I was I had just arrived and I got COVID tested and then <laughs> um, so I'm out. And then Peter picked me up and we went to a house. Um, a gorgeous house. A gorgeous house that yeah. was like in the hills. Yes. It was Asian um, Hollywood yes. house. Asian Hollywood and um, cool Hollywood. Cool Hollywood house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was like, it was very cool. But I, so I've been here since Saturday and I am desperately homesick. Yeah. I, I um, am so embarrassed to say this, guys, but I think I do love my family. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> it's so Boo, embarrassing. Loser. It is, it is really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like to be so obsessed. And I, this is the longest I've ever been away from my family. And you miss them. I do. How beautiful is that? It's it's so embarrassing. It'd be horrible if you were here and be like, how can I stay longer? <laughs> no, I'm embarrassed. No. My identity. My, you love your fam. I, and I, I really, really do. I mean, it's like it's <laughs> fucked up, but like. That's the best. Now you get to come here and work. Hopefully more on this kind of stuff. Yeah. Slash other things. And then, you know, like, I just love having you here because we never get to do this in person. I know. It is so easy. I know. I know. This is great. (laughs) Don't you ever drag L.A. again. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) No, L.A. is not a, a, a city. It's like it's it's, it's nice. not somewhere to live as like a regular person. And and also I, I mean to be poor in this in this city would be fuck that. Yes. It's hard. It's hard. Especially I, without a car. I am poor in the city. I I'm, <laughs> I'm no longer poor now, thank God, but like I'm always teetering on poverty. <laughs> no, this is a, a scarcity thinking that 
We went to a crystal shop today to try to expel uh, these demons. Ah, uh, you right. <laughs> I have to light something. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, we hey, are back. We are back. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we after this, we, we took a long break. We had to watch. We had to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Some stuff, so a reel of an reel. actor. I I picked a kick-ass Korean before watching his reel, and I wanted to make sure that I could still stand behind this kick-ass. Because Peter does his due diligence. There's there there the doors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my brain's melting. <laughs> it's time for kick-ass Koreans. Kia. Yeah. My kick-ass Korean today <laughs> is an actor. Oh, for a real actor. A real actor. Child act. Child actor. Actor. Turned real actor, uh, you know, always been an actor, but he's been working for a long time. He went through puberty, yeah. Puberty. Um, this person is a grown ass adult now, joining Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Woo! So excited! Joining the cast of people like Margot Robbie, Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, also a- an Asian. Yeah. <laughs> Tilda Swinton, also an Asian. <laughs> Sophia Lillis. So, and a star-studded Asian American. This cast. is crazy. Rich Asians, Maya Hawke, <laughs> Bill Murray, so many Asians, <laughs> and also um, starring our kick-ass Korean today, Ethan Josh Lee. Ooh. He's a he's a funny guy. He's been in a lot of Disney yeah. stuff as a child, and Mr. Robinson as of late. And uh, that cool movie, Kajillionaire. Yes. I didn't watch it, but like cool kids like it, right? <laughs> it's Miranda July. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very cool movie. He came up in a couple of articles uh, this week, and I was really excited to see a Korean-American face. Yeah. A face that looks like mine if I uh, never did any drugs or coffee. <laughs> if I didn't drink coffee or did, did drugs, I think I would look like that. That okay. face. Ethan Josh Lee. If that's what you, if yeah. you think that very nice face, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it out here. Give it up for Ethan, Josh Lee. Josh Lee, what do you think that Ethan and the Josh like? The uh, that's I think Ethan was from the dad, and mom wanted to name him Josh. Joshy. Josh after uh, the the one that got away for her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I have no idea who. This Whenever I hear is. like uh, Americanized like Asian names, like especially Korean ones, I'm always like, Where? that's not biblical. Yeah. Where did they get Ethan? I think honestly they got from Ethan Allen. You know, they they have a honestly, lot of commercials. Honestly, probably Ethan yeah. Allen. <laughs> and then Josh, pro- obviously, you lift me up, Josh yeah, Groban. <laughs> You raised me up. <laughs> you know what? Ajima heard that and was like, oh, Joshi. Oh, yeah. Oh. We got to name our kid Joshi. Oh, Adam Dawa. Oh, Moshita <laughs> <laughs> Moshisa. I mean, it's, when I, I always wonder because there's always like a crazy, whenever I've heard a name like that's not biblical or whatever, it's always a crazy like, oh, this is a man that gave me $500 in like, you oh know, in the first year of me coming. There's always some crazy story like that. But this kid is young too. So this kid, he's like probably third gen or something. Yes. Like you. His parents are probably my age. But you named your kid after someone in the Bible. Yeah, I named my kid after my husband's grandfather. Yeah. 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 Who got there's, it from the Bible? Yes. <laughs> I guess everything comes from the Bible. But I mean, there's no. There's Joshua in the Bible. That's true. Quick quiz, quick quiz. Who was Joshua in the Bible and why was he important? 
I don't know. I don't remember either. <laughs> Fuck. I thought you knew. We're bad church Koreans, ex-church Koreans. Peter, why would you go out of your way to be like, quiz, <laughs> quiz, quiz? A quick quiz. Unless you, you knew I the knew answer. It. I, can I tell you? Can I be absolutely vulnerable? Yes. I started it thinking I would get there. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this is this is a peek behind uh, Peter's witchy witchy curtain, okay? Because <laughs> so what we found out is just like go for everything. Yes, <laughs> believe in yourself until you prove yourself wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think okay. Let me take a stab at it. Okay. I think Joshua was the one. Was he the brother that like got away from the other brothers who were trying to kill him? To like sell him into slavery to Egypt. Oh, oh that's Joseph, Joseph and, and the, the Technicolor, technicolor coat. coat. Wrong again. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Then I don't know if Joshua is even in the Bible. I feel like he is. Joshua, Joshua. May I mean? I yeah, know. I mean it would make sense. There's like Old Testament. That's it feels like an Old Testament name. Ethan yeah. doesn't. Ethan though, I feel like is Jewish. No. I don't know. The only Ethan I, I well, actually, no, Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hawk, but he's not Jewish. He's not Jewish. I gave him two cigarettes, Ethan Hawk. <gasps> Where? One, both in Manhattan, on around uh, the Flatiron Building because he lived there. Wait, why did you give him? Because you were, were you following him around? No, I just saw him twice randomly. Because like I worked, I worked in a building near his apartment, so I was always smoking outside. This was back in like two thousand five. Post nine eleven. <clears throat> Post nine eleven. Post after sunset, okay. before sunrise. <laughs> what? I love those movies. They're amazing. <gasps> but wait, so he approached you? He approached me. To get a cigarette. He was like, hey, can I bum a cigarette? Twice. And he didn't remember who that. It was like months in, in, apart from each other. But anyway. Did you share this? Or he just would walk away? You guys never shared another pleasantry or anything? Did no. Did he seem nice? Did he look ugly in person? He looked like what you would imagine Ethan Hawke would look like. So he like what it, it delivered? He delivered that kind of like I just woke up type of energy. Okay. Yeah, he seemed cool. Like he was like out with like a rock band all night or something. <sighs> yeah, I mean for yeah. for you know in, at a certain point in time he was it. He was it. Yeah. Reality bites. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, truly, kind of like the worst. I mean, I would say I was a Ben Stiller fan inside of Reality Bites. Sure. Yeah, I thought I was Renona Ryder. Uh, me too. <laughs> that gas station scam to me was so. I remember watching that, and being uh, like, "This is smart." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she's getting like when that hustle. I'm just like, "Oh, this is smart of her." I saw myself. In yes, her. that kind of hustle, like trying to get cash for something that you haven't earned. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my house. <laughs> it is so nice. <laughs> Well, it, it does feel good to be in a nice space. It's it is really nice. I am guys. literally in so east of LA. I'm in Nevada, <laughs> and it takes me forty minutes to see my friends. But I don't care. It's nice. It's nice. We're gonna, he's my partner's gonna build a chicken coop. Really? Yeah, we're gonna have two hens. Where? Did you know that hens lay eggs without a male? Yeah, that's what I've been saying for years. Oh, you eat six eggs a day. <laughs> You should have hens. No. With the amount of eggs you eat, 
Yeah, but the, these eggs are not. These hens are not going to give me the number of eggs I need. Oh yeah, you'll need like a dozen. I hens. need a dozen hens. Yeah, and, who, and that's a lot of upkeep. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. In, in in Chicago, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah you're and then right. they're just gonna have frozen hens. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm I not forgot. bringing them in. That's right. You guys look in Peter's office. There's a <laughs> huge dry erase board. Uh huh. That says to do. <laughs> <laughs> In Korean. In Korean. Tu, tu, tu. Tu. <laughs> but the rest of it is in English. I couldn't write it in Korean. But there's no way. Tu, tu. And I like to conglish it up like this, you know? Like, it gets me to pay attention. It's so cute. Like, I mean, just Peter, like, just seeing Peter's work ethic and, like, organization up close, it is. <laughs> you know it's, what I mean? It's a list of things I haven't crossed off yet. Yeah, I know. But it's still, like, you wrote it out. I did write it out, it, yeah, and a big thing, so I could keep looking at it. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. Like I have to, tra- I have to like trick myself. And it's like you know, it, and it's tidy. His space, like it's so, it's it makes you proud. I <laughs> wish, I, I wish you guys as Ajima listeners could see Peter and his element. Like I'm. Don't dragging- say that. I have a stalker. We have a stalker Ajima fan who's <laughs> like, I know where you live. <laughs> She's outside this door right now. Look at it. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Imagine she was actually there. I would be fucking pooping. <laughs> I mean, there's it like just Ellie agrees with you. It does. You know, it yeah. it really, really does. Like yeah. in a way that like before, Chicago did not. No. And sorry about the episode last week for those of you who listened. And you, I, I hope it was obvious that it was a throwback episode. We yeah. just put it up. I should have done an intro. You guys, I'm like missing the ball. I'm so sorry. <laughs> For everyone, <laughs> it's just, I apologize. <laughs> well, it's like it's the first time that Peter has uh, um, not not excelled in something, so he's like feeling all this like <laughs> I'm shame. I was just like, whatever. I'm I don't going really into care. a shame spiral. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, I know you don't care. You yeah. don't even make lists. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did have to make a list. I I was um I was reading this book on the way over. Mm. Uh, it's a Jasmine Gilfoy, Gilroy book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's she writes a whole series. She's like New York best ti- bestseller kind of thing. Uh-huh. And uh, she's a chubby black lady. Love it already. And every book she writes uh, is folk. It, her protagonist is a chubby black lady uh-huh. who is trying to who's very successful uh-huh. um, and trying to co- focus on her career, but love won't stop finding her. <laughs> <laughs> Every book is like this. Love won't stop fighting. It's just love just keeps keeps bothering her. Uh She's just trying to be a successful Uh lawyer, Uh architect, Uh or something like that. That is so funny. So good. I mean, the the writing is the writing. What's her name? Jane Gilfoy. Jasmine Gilroy Gilfoy, something like that. And like, truly, the writing is. Just pure sunshine. Oh, I gotta read that. It's you know what I mean. It yeah. is just butterscotch, like just Ooh. goes down guzzling, mm, honey. But all of a sudden, I'm reading it on my first class ticket. Oh, she flew first class. A business, business. I'm sorry. I there's a distinction. Oh, uh, was there a separate class? There no. was a first class, and then there was no, no. It was just it was business, and then whatever. But it was business class. That's still first. Thank you. I I agree. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We're calling it first class. It was first class. I was in my seat, and you were I, better than everyone, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it crazy, Angie? We were talking about me flying my mom first class here. Oh my god, you're right. And then how? And I was telling you how Soul Hunter. Yes. <laughs> Phil, you have to edit Oops. that out. <laughs> Bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did we talk about it's? I think you talked about it, but you're not named it. I, it, okay, it's out. Yeah. Soul Hunters is out. It, is it out? No, no, no. The the it's 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 been publicized okay. on Deadline. Right, we could talk it about in. it. Yeah. Leave it in film. Anyway, Soul Hunters is a show that I worked on yes. in, in Atlanta with Kim Young Char and mm-hmm. Kathy Chim. And I was remember I was telling you I, I was telling you on the podcast that yeah. they flew me first class yes. and you were squealing because the last time you had fir- flown that was, was when you were in child yeah. in Korea and yeah. you had no idea no. what it was. And then within, what is it? Weeks. 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 Anji, what is <laughs> happening? I mean, truly, it was the most exciting part of this. I was just like, I, I was like, I looked too excited to the flight attendant. You know what I mean? Like where mm. I could tell the flight attendant was like, you don't actually belong here. You know, <laughs> like I was just like so excited. I was like, well, so can I get any drink? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I, I can get the most expensive. I didn't drink anything. Yeah. But you you I didn't asked, partake. But, but I yeah. asked. And I just needed to know if I could. Um, but I was on the flight reading this book, and it mm. was – so I'm telling you, it's like a very frothy, very nice rom-com. And then all of a sudden, this book gets horny. All of a sudden, oh, uh, all of a sudden there's um, people opening up legs, eating people, <gasps> eating pussy. Oh, there my God. There is entry. <gasps> there's pumping. There's thrusting. Oh, my God. It was God. so horny. And I'm in this first class seat, fully <gasps> horny. I oh, my been, God. I have not been publicly horny like that since I was like 12. But if you're going to be, do it in first class. <laughs> With it the was, warm towel. It was crazy, like how horny. I mean, like truly, like I, like, I like wanted to go home. Do you That's, know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You felt ashamed. I felt ashamed. I would so too. I, I had to put down the butt. Yeah. And like start making a to do list. Ha! <laughs> 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 like, to think of baseball. Like I was just like, oh, I got to do this task and this task. <laughs> It was wild. So like, you did make a list. I did make a list. Good for you. Because I was too horny publicly. And then Maybe I- that's, you should be more publicly horny. <laughs> be in public spaces and get horned the fuck up. <laughs> Maybe you'll get more done. Oh, wait. So I forgot to do my kick-ass Korean. Let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. My kick-ass Korean is Nari Kai Ki? Nari Ki. Ki. Kishi? 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 Yeah. I've never, I've never heard of a that Kishi. Kishi. All right. Nari Maybe it's new. Key. It's Key. spelled K-Y-E. She is a Emmy-winning producer at uh, a production company called Zero Point Zero. Mm. Um, she is she she won a daytime Emmy for uh, Mind of a Chef. Oh, I love that. Show. Yes, me too. Um, and oh, she did that. Yes, she's also the founder of the Udi School in Brooklyn. Um, I love the Woody School. Yes. I'm it's, just kidding. It sounds nice. <laughs> it sounds nice. It's a Korean immersion school for young children and their families. Whoa. And they teach Korean I wish language. I was in that. Yes. And now, so she is um, trying to, she's creating this, she has a show called The Woody Show. It's a bilingual educational series celebrating Korean culture, language, <gasps> and the like Korean- Like to-do lists. Yes. You what? got it. And so she right now is a- um, has a uh, 
Patreon, not a Patreon, a, fu- a GoFundMe, or mm. f- it needs funding for a season two. Oh. And so you can find out more on our uh, Instagram called the Uri Show. The Uri Show. W O O R I. Yeah. And it's, you know, she is not only excelling, winning fucking daytime Emmys, mm-hmm. being a producer, going to NYU, Tish. Um, Damn. Exactly. She's doing it all, but she's also very specifically doing things to help our people. That's cool. You know what I mean? That's kick-ass. That's kick-ass. Yeah. Um, and specifically understanding that it's our the next generation and kids that, like, you know, that connection to the culture is extremely Fuck. Important. Do I need to do something? I'm not saying. <laughs> I think you're afraid to say yes because that's going to be an indictment upon you as well. No, I don't. I don't feel any you don't feel- <laughs> shame about stuff like that. People try to shame me, but I refuse to feel shame. I feel enough shame about my body and my talent and my whole self. I'm not going to feel shame for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was there's like been plenty of times when people are like. Oh, do you feel comfortable with this? I was like, give him enough money. There's nothing I won't feel comfortable with. Like, <laughs> you'd be surprised at how few scruples I have. Yeah, yeah. Is, no, you owe me some scruples, I actually. Have, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't care. I mean, yeah. like I, I do, but it's like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a villain. You know, I like, feel you. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you, and I you agree. Accept. <laughs> People call me the same thing. Kramer, <laughs> monster. Yes. Yeah, it's that chaos energy. I, you know, I was actually thinking on my drive um, to pick you up at your hotel. Thank you. Th- in Burbank, where they are putting you up. And Thank when you. I say they, I mean this network that we cannot Mention, talk about yes. yet. But they're putting you up in Burbank. They're putting me up in Burbank. And, and a night and a nice uh, hotel. It's a huge what is it? Suite. It's a it's like a extended stay type of place. Like no, corporate housing. It's a, it's a regular hotel. Oh, it's a hotel. It's it's, it's it seems boutique and cute and and it's I I have a I have a huge. Suite. What's the breakfast like? I'm not eating it because I'm eating so much. Okay, but what is the offering? Not much. Okay, continental. Continental. Okay. Do they uh, are they letting you do any? Um, I do have a Lavazza espresso machine in my oh suite. Wow, that's something. Thank you. Cool. I agree. Okay, what's the bottle of water sitch? Horrible. <sighs> I had to I had to steal um a sixer of Fiji from the set. <laughs> Fiji's expensive. I know, and I took I a- love Fiji too. That's my favorite water. Really? Yeah. I don't have I mean I You don't have water. a favorite water? I don't really drink water. Oh yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Especially here. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. so dehydrated. It's hot. It's, it's hot. dusty. It's hot, it's dusty, and it's there's no humidity in the air. No, it's dr- none. It's dr- yes, and I've been ha- I've been drinking a lot of Diet Coke. I'm not really pooing. Wow. Okay. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I, I gotta be drinking water. So I took this sixer just to like take my vitamins or whatever, and yeah. then I I mean I have. A what ton vitamins of are you on? I just went to Costco and went vitamin crazy. I'm on D. Okay. Turmeric. I'm on turmeric. Um, uh, fish oil. Fish oil. Me too. D H E A. I don't do that. What's that one? It's like basically what's in fish oil. Oh, okay. Um, B12. B12 I just got into. Methylfolate. What's that one? It's like B12. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like doing double duty of stuff? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, reacted, reacted iron because I need iron. Oh, you need iron? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need iron. You got to get your blood work done. Okay. I mean, I have and it's coming up 
normal. You have you have plenty of iron. Yeah, I I, I mean they they haven't told me anything otherwise. You're so. thick. Okay. <gasps> you the, thick I get a lot iron. of mosquito bites. Yeah. You I don't really? know what that means. Yeah. Me too. Probably. Oh, does that mean I have bad iron? I don't know. I don't think it has. I have mean. sweet blood. I think. I think I have sweet blood too. So you do iron, and then what? And then I do probiotic. Pro, you do a probiotic. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should do that. Like my gut health is always at uh, an yeah. issue. Yes. Yeah, and then I take um a Zoloft. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> vitamin Z. I I always <laughs> consider that to be a supplement. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely a supplement. It's one of the many things that keeps you grounded. I do all of what you do. Plus, I do a um, an extra cholesterol. Um, like a, a vitamins and minerals that like help reduce cholesterol because that's oh. an issue for me. Okay. And um, ooh, 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 you have high ooh. cholesterol. I do. Heart heart issue. It's gonna be heart issues. My really? dad died of a heart attack. But aren't you going to? So why don't you just get on cholesterol like medication? Yeah. Because it's not that bad. Okay. Yeah, it's like teetering. They're okay. like, keep it in control, you know, blah, blah. And okay. That's why you're off this red meat. <clears throat> I don't do a lot of red meat. Yeah. I do. I'm trying to do like lean meats, not as much sugar, although we did eat vegan donuts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> How good was that cream brulee? That was good. Did you have it? Oh, it's so good. Anyway, so you're, what do you feel about the comedy scene thus far? You've been to some shows. You've done some mics. <sighs> Break it down for us because like. I think people like to understand how different it is from Chicago to here. You. (laughs) (laughs) You You better watch yourself. (laughs) I understand what you're saying about like how hard it is to do shows out here. Hard. It's everything is so far away from each other. Also, there aren't that many shows. No. I'm just like, I mean, and that's, I think the added pressure of mics is that because it's just a mic but in chicago you could do shows where guaranteed no one will see you yeah like literally no no one will remember your set no one will remember you being there you won't even remember doing the yeah show. you'll like, black out that you'll night. black out and you know what and it's just like that rep you'll yeah. have gone up you did it and you could yeah. do it another inconsequential rep inconsequential <clears throat> rep but the thing is it's just it's a thing that's under your belt and at the same time you could, that could be one of four or five mics you do you that do night. that night yes and you could adjust as you go and and uh, how about this you could walk down clark Ugh. And stumble do, stumble Ugh. And honestly, you probably should be stumbling because this, your life is horrible if you're doing that many mics in a night. Yeah, I was that. Yeah. I was, I remember I would walk down Clark, hit two mics just on Clark, mm-hmm. right next to Iowa. What was that Irish bar? McGinty's or something? Yeah. Whatever oh. that was. O'Harry's. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I would go down oh, to. Oh, Irish person? Oh, oh. Oh, potato? O'Reilly's. Yeah. Auto Parts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Comedy Stage. <laughs> And then I would hit that O'Reilly's and go down to the other bar, the downstairs one that that guy ran. And oh yeah, yeah, the, uh, the underground, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And that ninety-eight point six. Then yes, I would hit ninety-eight point yes, six. Newport, yeah. Fucking A- is Avery Lee. Shout out to Avery Shane, Lee. Who has done more to help people in Chicago co- comedy? Than- I mean, if you haven't interfaced with Avery Lee 
and you're a Chicago comedian. You're not a Chicago comedian. You're not a Chicago comedian. Yeah. I literally told him once, I was like, Avery, when you die, I'm going to have such a good e- eulogy for you. You need to stop saying that first part. <laughs> you're always approaching with people like, when you die. <laughs> I'm going to have so many nice things. Like, to I don't want to hang out with you right now, but just wait till you're dead, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to eulogize the <laughs> shit out of you. <laughs> My Facebook post for your death will be. Off the chain. I can't wait to get validated during your death party. <laughs> I mean, yes, that that it's just down Clark. So you could do so mic- many mics and just get good. Yeah, and no one is looking at you. No, only your peers, and maybe even then, sometimes. Sometimes they're usually in their own notes. Yeah, and yeah. and the thing is, in L.A., it's like people are watching. It's like a goddamn show, but it's four minutes, and it's. Sure. 80 people yeah i mean these sh- every mic i went to was packed. how many mics did you do in la done two okay and they were packed packed wow that's wow. what i mean like and it, i didn't think there i guess they were like pretty popular mics or whatever but it's like every single mic you go to i think is packed yeah i guess especially you don't with comics yeah especially if you don't that's what i mean though there were yeah. people there they were just to watch Oh, oh, non-comics. Yes. Oh. That's what I mean. Like, there was, like, I got approached, like, by three different people that, like, book shows. And they're like, I was like, you're just here to watch? Like, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, are you, I asked one, I was like, are you a pervert? Like, what is this? Is this a king? (laughs) You're you're fucking psycho. Yeah. (laughs) You said through three hours of this shit, you don't even, you're not even going, oh. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And like, I don't trust that. I, but the thing is, like, that's this is where they're scouting. It's like a thing. As opposed at to open doing, mics? Yes, as opposed to going to shows. Why? I don't why know. don't they scout at shows? I don't know. I don't I don't know why they're a pervert. I'm not gonna I'm not judging their kinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna yuck Well, their I yum. guess it's good to be out at the open mics and to scoop like a new hot talent. Sure. You know, that's smart. And 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 it's like just getting But to the know fact each that, other. that you can do that here yes. in LA is an added pressure to be a comedian yes. out here. That's why I don't do it anymore. I only do it when people ask me to do shows. I that's my rule now. I'm not gonna beg for shows. It's, I mean, I and it also it's like in a post pandemic world, like mm-hmm. the show is the shows are all fractured, scenes are fractured. Yeah. Like unless you're in a, st- I mean, the thing is there are bona fide celebrities here. Yeah, like people that are famous touring comedians that are all like walking around. Yeah. you know, just Los Feliz, like yes, yeah, coffee Don't, shop. Go walking around, I'm like, oh, I, re- I know their Comedy Central special. Like, mm-hmm. I know. like, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. But they're doing shows. I just, I don't know what it would be like to come up in LA. And I don't know if there's, I feel bad for anyone who comes up in LA. You are, you, you must be the best comics out here because yeah, it's rough out here. It yeah. really is. Versus New York, you can just scramble and go bike to Mike Mike, like Ugh, what we described in so Chicago. So many. I know. It's just like that. That's how how we started this thing about like it not being a city. Yeah. That's what comedy a comedy scene thrives on a heartbeat yes. of a city. That's why the, even any art scene, mm-hmm. it feels like an art scene. That's why every um, neighborhood feels like its own thing. Like people are like. Oh, I'm a Silver Lake bitch. I'm in yeah. Echo Park. You know, I'm in, I don't know. I would never go that way. So I'm in Highland Park, you know, or like, or people on the West Side feel like Hollywood is the most East you can get. <laughs> <clears throat> people think Hollywood is like the East Side. But uh, if you're from Venice, you're like, they're like, oh, Hollywood's so East. You're like, what? There's an entire city out yes. there. Yes. 
It's a huge footprint, but not um, culturally knitted. I just I don't understand how you. Th- this is the other part of it is like it, I find it, it. I feel like it would be very hard to get good here. Yeah. Um. I also think it's very hard to be poor here. Very hard to be poor. I mean, it's p- hard to be poor anywhere, but like in LA, it's it feels impossible. Yeah, people are not poor out here. You can't be. You can't be. You go home. <laughs> yeah, you. If have you're to. poor in LA, you go home. You you last one semester. You, yeah, it's like exactly. that's literally what it, it's like um, being poor in college. Like yeah. you, you your parents or are poor. you're homeless. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you and you get addicted to drugs. Like it's like it feels like a thing where I knew kids that went to college for one semester. That was almost me. It was just like. You know, you don't you don't have the chops. No one, no infrastructure. Your family's not. You don't. Your family's never done show business. Your parents mm. never gone to college. They don't know what the fuck to do to help you. How are we even here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't How did know. you and I, the radius of the rat tat tat crew, oh my god, dumpsters. get here? Yeah. I, I, I we dumpster dove into the right dumpster. Yeah. You know, I will say that my therapist, what she would say, uh-huh. is that um, we are high-functioning uh, depressives who <laughs> 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 okay. thrive. Accurate, accurate. Uh, like, I, like, I mean, I say, I think it's like it's a toxic thing in our personal lives, but it has like been beneficial insofar as like. I like to prove people wrong. If people expect exactly. anything of me, yeah. I go crazy. Yeah. But it because no one's ever expected anything of me. Like I have no favors to call in. I could get you a, a shirt dry cleaned. Post taste. <laughs> yes. Great price. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any other Tuesday connections. special. I have no other connections. Yeah. You know? I, I I literally don't I couldn't tell you where to get anything cheaply. Yeah. You have no connects, no no plugs, nothing. Yeah. And and it's like, but it's by only by virtue of the fact that because no one expects anything. Yeah. And also because I suffer from a delusion that I'm like, I have something to say and I've insisted on. I I think you need that. Yes. You need to be delusional about your, the importance of your gift. Yes. It is cult leader type shit. Oh, 100. It is. And in a small way, Everyone out here is in that. Be- That's why people get sucked into cults so easily out here. Because it's, it's the thing is, I'm it not even a cult leader. Yes, but I'm also not even a cult leader. I'm 100% the woman that like would lead other women to be sexually assaulted. <laughs> oh in my the God. No. <laughs> oh God. You're holding the bread. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, I 100% believe everything, but I don't want to be the leader. I don't want that pressure. Mm. But like, I understand the value of his message. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's like it's fucking psychotic. Mm-hmm. But like I, I I think that it's this delusion uh-huh. that I'm willing to that it's one hundred percent it. It's the delusion that, that you're we, you're special. Th- 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 there's something that I want to say that it deserves to be heard. Yes. That's the that, special. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Something like this. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable saying that, but like yeah. Yeah. It's just it's this be- it's a deluded belief in self. And then Can I ask you yeah. something right now and you don't have to answer? If you feel uncomfortable. Okay. Do you think you should get a book deal? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? No, I do not. Not right now, but eventually. Yeah, if anyone out there is... <laughs> <laughs> Immediately changes. If anyone out there is curious about a collection of humorous essays written by me, 
about the nature of parenthood, motherhood, and what it is to be funny in today's modern society. There you go. <laughs> you There's know, a market for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I just. I don't know. I've. I. I could see you writing a book. I can see. Yeah. I can see me trying to sell um, to someone that I should write a book. Yeah. <laughs> that'll happen. <laughs> I think that'll happen. That has to happen first. Yeah. I mean. Do you think you would write a book? Yeah, I, I want to. What kind of a book would you write? Um, probably uh, rules and regulations of a proper, <laughs> a proper behavior in today's society. <laughs> Just a thick manual. No, oh no. God. And the the name of that book? To do. <laughs> to do. <laughs> No, I would. I want to write uh, stories, my family stories. Ooh, yeah, yeah, and and my stories too. But like, I have a lot of characters in my family, and yeah. uh, we have a lot of pretty unbelievable, you know, David Sedaris level, yeah, you know, memoir stories. Like, I'd like to do that. So be like creative nonfiction. Bingo. Okay, that's exactly it. Yeah, I think I would. So this will be the. How about this? This will be the AMA. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. This is. Our, this is are you ready, Phil? We're gonna do this. This is our our favorite part. Our new newest thing that we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> the AMA. Moreover. Um. Yeah. What's the book that you would write, Peter? What's the title of that yeah. memoir book? Um. This boy needs a bra. <laughs> <laughs> And other tales of chunkhood <laughs> by Peter S. Kim. <laughs> Please let the hashtag chunkhood <laughs> go viral. <laughs> See, pura, puraja. This boy needs a puraja, which was like the Korean way to say brazier. Oh, that hurts so much. See, we should be doing this on stage. How fun would this be on stage? We were talking about like how I I miss so much. Yes, our show. This last time I was in uh, the last time I was in LA was for the Ajima show. Comedy Central stage. It was so <sighs> fun. What would that your book one. be? I think my book would be um nobody asked for this or, <laughs> or <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> like, this is this is a Gap Boys 14 like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, truly, I think I I've, I think I would also want to do a creative nonfiction. But mm. if we're talking about hypotheticals. Yeah. Like in my in my deepest, darkest parts of myself and my most pretentious kind of view of myself, mm. I would love to like write a collection of like short stories that are literary and like mm. funny, but not like super funny. Like like kind of dark, kind of dark. Okay. Like if I was like ever. Who's the audience? Nobody. This would not sell well. No. 
<laughs> no, I'm I'm wondering if it's like for kids, for adults, for oh no, this would be YA. like it, it, yeah, it would be like a literary fiction kind of thing. Oh okay, yeah, that's like you know that's how we started writing. It's like in that world. Yeah, and you know like MFA kind of vibes, and like I don't know if I could still write like that, but that would I think be. you should write in your voice. Yeah. Yeah. But it, like that's the thing is like for me I'm always like well what would it be like to win a push cart, you know like what. It's a like push a tr- cart? Yeah. It's What's like that, a, award? A literary award. Oh. Or like, you know. Ooh, I could see you doing that. No, I'm never going to do that. But that's Why? like, that would be, because like you said, it would be in my voice. Like literally, that's, every time I did a serious like MFA, like workshop or try uh-huh. to do anything in that world, the, the, the most common feedback was, this is like too funny. <laughs> like, why don't you tell us about what's actually happening or the characters uh, uh-huh. as opposed to it being so funny? Gotcha. Huh. And it wasn't even like outrageously funny. It was just like too funny for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this isn't the tone. No. And I, and you know, that's fine. But like, it's just in my deepest of hearts. Like that would I would love to like write something like that, like a fiction and like it's serious. Okay. But in actuality, it'll probably just be like a bunch of like these are the bad. These are the some bad blowjobs I gave. Like you know. <laughs> Years 2004 to 2011. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't, I don't know how to write fiction. Like, I don't know how to, like, come up with a story from scratch. Yes. I don't know how to do that. Like, I think that takes, like, a whole different type of brain because for me, I I only write through experience. Same. Yeah. So, like, everything is, like, kind of structured around the story of, the story that I know. Yeah, a personal anecdote or memory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, there's no... And, and then, of course, we'll, like, hyperbolize it. But, like, yeah, I don't know how to... I'm now in this room learning how to craft story. Yeah. Like, reverse engineer stories. Mm-hmm. Like, get to an emotional stake and blah, blah. So, like... But it's not a normal thing for me to be like, yeah. hmm, I'm going to sit down about a boy who lost his dad and dog <laughs> in the same rainy day in October. You know, like... Maybe that could be a story. Peter's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay, uh, write writing that it down. down. <laughs> Phil, please send this. Bit <laughs> Edit that out, and then uh, yeah. Phil, Peter is yeah. writing it down. Um, I, you know, I know friends that are. I mean, JJ is like that. Like, just totally can just craft a story and like think of a thing, and it's a totally fanciful and whimsical, and it is not rooted in anything that has. I wish ever I could do her. that. Yeah, I really wish I can do that, but I I have come to, I, I I used to like feel bad about that, but I've come to the decision that my take on my life mm-hmm. to me is just more more interesting than any other story I can make up. Yeah. So as long as I'm doing it for me, then I'm hoping it'll find an audience. Yeah, that's kind of how I do my stand up. You know, I'm, like same. you too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Like, I think my strongest writing was always in creative nonfiction because it, mm. it's like and I think some of it is I mean, both of us. Ex- I don't know. Like I'm, we had a lot of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, you know, we're I'm whimsical, but like um, not like dragon. Not, no. no. You know what I mean? Like, I'm whimsical. as in like, you know, ha ha ha. I'm trying to escape this feeling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, 
Right. <laughs> you know, and so maybe we'll just flit around and do this. And may- instead of, you know, we'll uh, pretend these curtains are uh, flowing robes and like, yeah. you know, it's always. Um, that feels like she had some nice parents or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like just, people I, with nice parents about have good imaginations. <laughs> I honestly think it's like different people process their creativity differently. differently yeah. yeah, like for me, I was always like, I envisioned. Um, I think a lot of my whimsy and uh, creativity was rooted in me trying to escape feelings of like trauma and stuff, mm-hmm. or like wanting to get away. It's like uh, what is it that in Forrest Gump when Jenny is in the, the her and Forrest Gump are in the field and she's like dear god i will fly fly me fly mm-hmm. me far far away from here yeah. dear god like that like i that's why i create because mm-hmm. i'm like asking god to please fly me far far away from here you know like <laughs> it's absolutely the same yeah like yeah. i'm i love luxury because it makes me feel like i'm getting away <laughs> far away from, far your trauma. from this yeah yeah wow that is actually a really interesting way to think about it i mean it's like I, i'm not that it's like nothing i don't think um anything i do is super like novel or complicated like it's like oh direct line from this to that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's yeah i want to feel like safe and mm-hmm. feel like luxurious and yes. like a far away from these feelings like i you know i'm living like a polyester life and to be able to imagine that it's silk is like that's a powerful tool that you can use it's hope it's hope yeah you know, that's and the power of hope. That's the power of story. Yeah. Is that like, that's why no one wants to hear a story where it's like, and then everyone's dead and we're all going to die. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool story. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we really think. Okay. That's Can like, we well, hear something That hopeful? was exactly my experience at the LA mics. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there so much outward, like unprocessed mental illness? Oh, my God. So much, right? I mean, there's a ton in Chicago, too, but it was just like... It's almost more bearable in Chicago because it's you're, like, drinking and walking around. Like, and it, here it's the, like, I drove 30 minutes in traffic for this. And, and, and it's beautiful. What? The traffic? No, the weather. Uh, the, oh, the weather, place, of like course. Everything is, everything, it's the, beautiful. The, Bougu- the Bougainvilleas. Yeah. They're so... Come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, everything is beautiful. That's yeah. what I mean. It's like a toxic positivity. <laughs> That's why uh, the Eagles sang about it. Hotel California. Oh, you know? my God. Is that what that is? It's a, Well, it's supposed to be an allusion to hell. And how like California, it's like it's kind of like a beautiful hell where it's like, yeah, when you come here, like you check in, but you don't check out like you get lost in the sauce here. Ooh, yeah, I didn't realize. I thought it was just like a. that's why I moved out to East L.A., baby, because I'm like, I can't get lost in that sauce. I need to be grounded in some kind of like reality reality. where it's like because I need hens. So I need to eat one egg a day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like a normal fucking person. Listen, my eggheads. My God, my fellow no, eggheads fuck out you here. eggheads. I think you're all gross and disgusting. <laughs> I don't care if this splits the Ajima fandom in two. This is the red state, blue state of this. <laughs> What's up, my eggheads? <laughs> but, you know, it's like it's it's one of those things where I see like, you know, I, I will say that um, I was talking to a bunch of people. It's like, you know, people go on hikes here. There's so much less drinking. People are obsessed with wellness and health. Health. 
Yeah. And like, you know, it's, and it's so much to focus on self and like mental health and like improving yourself. Yes. It's truly like it's it's an obsession. Yeah. And like and you do it's like different. Even the relationships you foster are very different because they're like oh, almost all focused on like what your therapist is telling you that you should be focusing yeah. on. And it's like, like putting up boundaries. Yeah. And you're around talking about it. Bring like, you down. I feel like anytime I'm having a one on one conversation with someone like mm. both of us, it's actually a four way conversation because each of us is talking <laughs> about <laughs> your therapist. <laughs> What our therapist that would is be say. so on point. I'm bringing up my therapist in every conversation. Yes. So like, it's like I'm talking to one person, but like both of us are talking about what our therapist would be saying exactly. about what we're talking about. Right. And so it's like. <laughs> That's so funny. And it's like, it's like, you know, it's a bizarre. You should do that as a bit, actually. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think that would hit in uh, Chicago, too, because they'd be like, we're oh, fucking LA. <laughs> They're. But it's 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 bizarre because like. There's this obsession with this self, and but then you're also getting to know each other in a very distinct way. Like you're mm. going on hikes, you're smoking weed together. It's a thing. Whereas in Chicago, you survive, yeah, something together. Like you drink for six hours. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what what their family is like. You don't know anything <laughs> about their per- their goals or anything. But you spent six hours drinking with them, and you had a great time. You had a great time, but you don't know them at all. We don't know them at all. Yeah. Yeah. But like in the next That's kind see, of the Midwest MO. Yeah. You hey, survived. drink, have a good time, and shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. You survived <laughs> the the evening. This together. is Thrive. You're in Survive. This is Thrive. I, I'm just I okay. This maybe, is, I'm, I'm not ready to thrive. Sure. <laughs> sure. We're not asking you to thrive. <laughs> thrive don't need you. That's the thing about Thrive. Yeah. Is like thrive is good with you on the other side. Yes. But that is the mentality difference between SoCal, this is not just California. This is truly a SoCal vibe. Yes, not Northern California. Northern California is very different. Yeah. But SoCal and the Midwest, that is the main difference because Midwest, it it takes its pride in working. Yes. It's a working class, process driven city. Yes. That is the heartbeat of the city. LA is about not working. Yes. LA takes its pride on being chill. Yes. And that is diametrically opposed. I I I seriously can't even handle this pace. I cannot handle this pace. Everyone's like, dude, relax. And I'm like, why are you so relaxed? Because we're having a great time. We're not even having, no one is drinking. You're just stoned. No one's even having a great time. People have a great time stoned. I don't need to drink to have a good time. I guess. I mean, but it's just like, I don't know. I guess it's because you're not, you don't smoke weed. You're feeling like a little wonka. Maybe. Yeah. And no one smokes cigarettes. And I bet you feel double wonked up because of that. No, I feel cool. Do people look at you sideways here when you're smoking cigarettes? I guess. But the same way that they, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I look cool. And you're stupid. (laughs) 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 No, I mean, it's not the, it's even the drinking. It is good that the people are drinking because you're driving everywhere. But all that stuff is healthy. But it's just this. It is. It's. It's. There's no hurry here. Yeah, and there's the no urgency. Reflection. It's yeah. just like. To it's me, a little too healthy. Yeah. Yeah. You. You want to still be a little unhealthy. I do. I. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's. And it's. I can't. And it's, you'll whistle it's, a different tune once the gig is big enough. I don't know. I mean, it's just like I can't handle. There's something about the self-reflection that is embarrassing to me. It, I I get it. Yeah. It should be. 
versus like I would I work on myself. We talk about mental health. Like there's not I, it's not like I'm opposed to it and I don't I'm not also trying to improve myself. By the way, people who listen to this podcast will not understand why you are why you feel this way because they always hear you talk about Improve, yeah, yeah, myself, and like it's, a, but yeah, it's just it's an embarrassing thing about like even me trying to do therapy. It's embarrassing to me as a Midwestern, <laughs> as a as an immigrant, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, when I even think about myself as having trauma, and we've talked about this, it's like it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. We have parents that survived a war. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I was an eleven wandering the streets looking for food. Yeah, but <laughs> they've never, <clears throat> they've never survived middle school as an immigrant's kid that's a whole trauma that that's worse than war that's that's a war on your spirit (laughs) i mean i and everyone's trauma is their own you know like they've never experienced they experience racism in a different way yes you know what i mean like yes they as they became adults in a country where it was homogenous we never got that no you know what I mean? So we have different traumas, and 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 we're not and not one. one we don't need to like compare. Yeah. It's not. It's not. And also, there's like no. They want to metal. because they want to hold control over yes. us. Yes, and there's no and we will not let them do that. Amen. Hallelujah. Not in this house. Not today. Not anymore. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you're right because it's not. It's not a race. It's not a, a competition. It's not a competition. Yeah. Who's more fucked? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do acknowledge that. But the embarrassing part of it is, like, I think this self-driven is feels solipsistic and, like, navel-gazing in a way that it's, like, kind of distasteful to me a little mm-hmm. bit, you know? And the way that I am able to justify it is that if, it, if I can be in service to others, I'm improving myself to be a better partner, to be a better um, artist, to be a better mom, you know, like, all yeah. these things. That's the only way that I justify it. But that that is... I mean, okay, here's what I, I, I understand what you're saying yeah. exactly. It's so crazy because I wasn't stuck in traffic t- um, today and I was thinking, do you know D&D? Mm-hmm. You know, there's like <clears throat> a thing called alignment. Okay. And it, it breaks down into lawful, mm-hmm. neutral, and chaotic. Yeah, okay. And it, under lawful, there's lawful good, lawful yeah. neutral, lawful evil. Mm-hmm. Cha- uh, neutral, good, neutral, 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 evil. Mm-hmm. Chaotic good, chaotic neutral, chaotic evil. Yeah. And there's, whenever I would, when I, when I used to play in fifth grade, mm-hmm. guess what I would always pick? Chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was never chaotic evil. Um but I I was chaotic good. Yeah. And I think that's how I identify is yes, I I am chaotic. My yes. energy is very chaotic. So is yours. Yes. But I do it for good. Always. Always. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to hurt others. No. I'm trying to like do the right thing actually. Like Always. whether it looks like it or not. Yeah. I know it comes in separate different packages. But what I was thinking about today is this this thing of like I was asking myself like how do you how are you defining yourself as a person okay like how would you write yourself mm-hmm. as a character you know of of a piece of literature sure how do you 
how do you motivate? Yeah. What is your motivation? And the closest thing I've come right to right now yeah. is that I'm someone that wants to be bad. Generally wants to be bad. Generally wants to be chaotic. Yeah. But is begrudgingly becoming better. <laughs> like I'm stepping towards becoming better. You know when they say like in rom-coms like you make me want to become a better yeah. person. Like I don't I'm I'm becoming a better person every day. Yeah. But I really don't like it. Yes. I'm having a hard time with it. It sucks to it want sucks. Yeah. Cuz I like being lazy, I like yeah. being bad, I like being stupid and Yes. Yeah, rude and all of that. Yes. But you know, it's a coward's way. It's easy. I would Yeah, there's a part of me that like I think I'll always be a fool. Like I don't think that that's something that I can ever educate myself no. away from. Like I'm always just going to be like, <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> we're the <laughs> <laughs> like you know. I just like I'm always just Muslims, gonna, yeah, yeah, and just like my impulses, my natural um, instincts are towards the most foolish option. Yeah, you're you and I both exist in the reptile zone. Yeah, yeah, like very I'm, id focused, like yes. very strong impulses. Mm -hmm. You know, very reflect, little ref yeah. yeah, very yeah. reflective. Yes, and yeah. a very little control. Yes, um, but like this, it's almost all will, right, and um, ambition that like creates this need to like be better. Because also, I think. And the most reptilian sense, like we understand that um, being good also means that it, it's like it's almost um, like being successful, being the aim, being good is almost like an unfortunate side effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I think I have to be successful or else I don't think I would achieve good. Yes. I think if I was not successful, I would achieve Okay, yeah. I would, I would, yeah, I would ebb towards bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. and anything, that's the thing. There's like three or four circumstances away from me being like literally the worst cocaine dealer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I would like fucking traffic drugs from Canada, pharmaceuticals. I'd be selling you Lipitor. <laughs> Under the table, you know that what I mean. That sounds like an operation. Yeah, I'm just saying. You thought it out. I, you have a business plan. Oh yeah. I mean, like, I'm just saying that, like, you know what I mean? Like, three or four circumstances away from me, yeah. in fact, like doing that. Yeah. And again, I would have no shame, no scruples. I wouldn't. It would be for me equally a choice, you know, to do that versus do comedy. I think I'm three or four <clears throat> odd sliding doors moments away from. Being way skinnier, hotter, <laughs> and turning tricks in Cleveland, Ohio Shut for the up. Republican <laughs> National Conference. Uh, not true. You would be on the same Canadian drug tip. Don't <laughs> lie. <laughs> you make so much money. I mean, it's like, I think... It's like, and I will say that three or four sliding doors moments for sure away from doing this horrible, this horrible stuff, but also, also, um, 
with the burden and gift of like having like a creative spirit. Yeah. Like, you know, the same thing that you use to escape the trauma and the feelings that you had is like what has enabled, you know, like it's weird. It's like all we're turning it around. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good. It feels good. Yeah. And if you if there's anyone out there who's dealing with like, you know, that that same thing that a lot of immigrants deal with, like yeah. there is a way to turn it around. Yes. There's a way. And uh, my my therapist has been telling me that I bring up vengeance a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just as your friend, I would agree. (laughs) Look at this. Look at this thing he gave me, like mindfulness skills. And then it talks about like, yeah, there's like, you know how to. Yeah. Put words on the experience. For example, I feel sad right now or my stomach muscles are tightening. (laughs) Yeah. It's like literally what to do. Describe. Okay. And then participate. Become one with your experience. Okay. And then this is the how. Not. Don't don't evaluate. Just be aware of the facts. Accept the moment. Yeah, that's a hard one. Oh yeah, acknowledge yeah. the emotion. Yeah. Okay. Igno- notice the labels we put on observations and let go of it. See, I don't know if this I this obs- one, this third one, let go of having to be right. Yeah, but then, that's but, tough. But the, if it's an observation, then it should just be facts. So that's right. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have a tough time with just making observations because yeah. I always qualify. I have to. I have a judgment upon it. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything. Like it's not like it's not just a tree. It's a beautiful tree. It's a yeah. it's a ragged tree. It's a exactly. stupid tree. It's worthless. It's a worthless it's tree. Yes. Yeah, this this tree should go kill itself. Exactly. <laughs> That's what he's saying. I shouldn't do. Right. He's saying try to experience it sans judgment. Like as just a tree. As just tree and as brown and this tall and this shaped and so it's to cut down on the immediate qu- qualification. Right. But that's what makes us good comedians. Yeah. But that's what make us bad mental health. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes two sides <laughs> of the same <laughs> sword. <laughs> that's real catch twenty two, ain't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I it, my my therapist <clears throat> says the same thing about it. I'm just like, and I and I push back. She's like, I can feel you pushing back. I'm like, yeah, because I'm I'm telling you, I'm pushing back on this. And so mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's just that I don't think. This is my point about it, specifically about therapy and stuff. Like, I, I've not been in therapy for a very long time. I've just started, and it's, like, annoying me, like, that I talk about it. But it's just that it's, like, this conversation you had to have with someone about your innermost thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it's tif- and there's a person with a dissenting opinion. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And, like, usually when you talk to yourself, you agree. Sure. <laughs> you enable. You enable. And this is a version of reality that we are all invested in. We all agree. In. Yeah, we all agree. This is beautiful. <laughs> yes, and, you know. <laughs> and, like, you know, it's – I push back only because she's, like, because you're not being positive. I'm, like, for me, this is – this, like, persistent sunniness and this need to not judge yourself is, like – I don't know if that's altogether always bad. Like, I mean, I say it out loud and people are like, oh, this is like, this is exactly the problem. This is why you don't. I'm like, I don't know if always judging yourself or if I don't, I, I don't think judging needs yourself needs to be always be bad. Well, I think it's a semantic issue as long as you're not, it's not holding you back. Yes. You know, like, I think you can if self-evaluate yes without judging yourself. The the judgment inherently means that you are 
reacting not kindly. Right. That's what I think is the important thing is that like, is there kindness being shown to yourself? I think that's usually a no for us. Yes. Because we like to withhold and we like to replicate how our parents treated us. Yes. And that's how we love others. And yeah. we, we withhold or we overly gift. Yes. <laughs> I, gi- I would rather give you a gift than ever tell you I care about you. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I think, that's why we do the inner work because we understand that that has limits. I know it sucks. It sucks, <laughs> and especially as we approach forty, I'm just like, I know. Damn. I'm like, I thought I was solidified. I thought I was done. And I thought that I could just be like, this could be like a, um, a like a quirky, like you know, like no. oh, the, you know, under she's crazy, like you know, <laughs> what a classic Kim. She's so withholding. But I will say, I know it's hard, but the fact that you're doing the work before you turn forty and before you blow up means that you're you, uh, there's a part of you that's smart enough. To get your shit tight before the glow up. You know what I mean? There's a part of you that's smart enough to know that like at this stage Mm -hmm. of this this like phase of Unji Kim, if she finds uber success, it could teeter. Oh, I would. (laughs) You need good foundation. I need good foundation. You know what I mean? I think there's a part of you that's like almost like a future you is going, bitch, you better start. Looking inside. You're, you're looking. You're like. You don't want to be Venice. You want to be the Leaning Tower of Peace. <laughs> Just a s- slow, slow decline. Because <laughs> Venice is going under. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, that's. I think when you're talking about the characters you would be in our book, like, yeah, I think maybe that's the name of the book. Chaotic good. Chaotic good. That's nice. That's nice. I like that. Okay, guys. Yeah. Be chaotic good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. We've been Peter Kim. And this is NG Kim. And we got to do this in the same room. How cool was this? Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Audio on the French.